0: get now so when
1: you are uh, stand out and uh, show yourself as who you really are it's still it, it's so dangerous you can be um, watched or followed or you can be arrested at any time uh, it has been happening like more than 50 years
2: Piu Piu Kwaitian is Myanmar's first lady of rock she isn't afraid to show her true self In fact, at every given opportunity, she pushes herself to the limits of what she calls her caged existence as a performer because she believes that this is her way to help redeem the people of a nation that after 50 years of tyranny are still living a lie. Myanmar is a complex society where right and wrong are often impossible to tell apart. The nation has been built upon a foundation of lies since 1962. Five decades later, Even after breaking free from the authoritarian military rule, people are accustomed to saying and believing what isn't true.
1: Knowing the truth, saying what is right is always seen as wrong. So uh, we'd better lie rather than being imprisoned.
2: The imprisoned include the artists of the country like Pew Pew who for years has been bucking the trends through her untraditional performance style and by singing in metaphors. Pew Pew's metaphorical performance is planting the seeds of transformation in the country's artistic scenario. This is what we look at today on Asian Threads. Asian
3: Asian Threads. Spinning the tales of Asian communities and cultures, their personal accounts, their history, and their literature. This program is sponsored by the Wing Foundation.
2: Myanmar's media has been strictly controlled since the 1962 military coup. Everything from poetry to film is censored, filtering not only the criticism of the government, but most bad news, including reports of natural disasters. But under reforms introduced since 2011 by a new government, it has unblocked international news websites, exiled Burmese news websites, and YouTube. But PewPew Pew says that in a country led by a so-called civilian government of ex-generals, only their costumes have changed.
1: Change is sometimes not a miraculous bang. It could be an everyday issue, we understand that. But um, it's really very slow and uh, there are a lot of um, practical issues that makes us not While
2: change may have happened on paper, attitudes still have a long way to go. Things like discrimination, corruption, bribery and control are still very rampant. But why this desire for the government to control? It's
1: not about religion. It's not about ethnic groups. It's not about anything. It's about money. It's about business. They robbed
2: the country. Piu sister Nyo is also her manager. She says that this robbing of the country has happened over 50 years and in broad daylight.
3: They destroy the education system so people have no power to question and think. They block all the outsiders so people won't see. So they can rob the country under broad daylight. They break down the universities. <laughs> health system. So people left to cripple physically, mentally.
1: And they never
3: encourage thought-provoking
1: questions. The education system is systematically,
2: deliberately destructed. When it comes to art, the government has made deliberately sure that artists of any genre, performers, musicians, dancers, poets, have absolutely no access to training. Like all the other artists in Myanmar, Piu-Piu was almost entirely self-taught. As a teenager, she sang for the Emmanuel Baptist Church Choir. This was about all the training she ever received, along with a few books on how to take care of her voice, sent from France a few years later by her brother and sister-in-law. The recording
3: studio are crappy, no sound engineer, no trained sound engineer at all. Everyone is self-taught. The lighting system barely exists. The stage do everything else. We have very limited revenue to improve all that. We have only one proper theater for the spectacle. And that can hold only 1,500 people. It's called National Theater.
1: And uh, we don't have music companies anymore because of that rampant piracy. They can't, uh, no IP laws. No IP laws. And we don't have uh, PR teams or the stage performance and management teams... And-
3: you know, I have to do everything. She has to do everything, the lighting system too, you know. You have to, to, to teach the lighting guys how to put, put
2: the lightings for each song. At the end of the day, there is no time left to be creative. Creativity, after all, can engender the rise of a soft power, something that can cause a threat to the authoritarian way of thinking, even now.
1: Well, creativity, um, it's, um, you know, it's related with thinking, talent knowledge or uh, intelligence and it's a kind of revolution too so every creation is uh, uh under control under ridiculous censorship because creativity could lead to um it's the main um, main part of that soft power for example then uh, you know uh, Hollywood has soft power, and it even helps the real administrative power of their own country, right? Power. But it is seen as a threat here because uh, when uh, the soft power, uh, people who could get soft powers are the artists, the creators of art. Uh, if they are paid well, they will even, they will have money also. Soft power plus money means a big threat for the robbers. <laughs>
2: So how can a musical artist true to her cause actually bring truth to the people when she is constantly being watched over by the big brother of the ex-military? For Pew Pew, it's a matter of singing in metaphors. Take the example of her song Lang Kwe, a cover.
1: It's about uh, leaving a lover for survival. I have to sing it with forgiveness. It might seem like a love song, but... It's the daily life of our people. In your country, uh, you may not need to uh, leave your lover for survival. But here, we have to leave our cherished relationships. We have to leave our beliefs. We have to leave our lovers just for survival, to have a better life tomorrow. So it has become... One of the greatest hits.
2: Many of these people who have left their loved ones go abroad in search of a better life. They've become Burmese exiles, a group of people that clings dearly to the idea of home through Pupu's Pew visiting performances in the countries where they now reside. Langwe is just one example of a song in metaphor that reaches out to such people. The lyrics were translated by her composer, Myint Mo Ong, He says he doesn't like to write politically sensitive lyrics, but to me Langwe sounds like the perfect example of something that would be politically sensitive. But Mient Moong says that he can't be accused of this, you see, if he writes in metaphor.
3: Metaphor writing is useful when you want to avoid danger and also to express uh, general general thing general feelings so he choose metaphor way of writing and uh, he said he's not a person who would like to express all his political thoughts and songs to provoke other people his style of writing is like that he leaves rooms for thoughts so he can't be accused of writing political stuff and the choice of words too he, he put the theme in a very general term so people can pick up it in any sense.
2: Nyonya says that there is no choice for her sister but to use metaphor because being explicit is dangerous. A hip-hop singer known in parliament was recently arrested for this very reason. Pew pew is continually reminded of this, and so even though she stretches her boundaries, she cannot risk being arrested. But it's more than that. Using metaphor in her performance gives Pew piu the ability to connect with her audiences.
1: There is a connection between the fans and us, me and my fans. Um, when they see me, they understand something that uh, uh, sometimes I couldn't even understand, that, so that I am with them, I that I am one of them. The feeling is very important. The trust and the feeling uh, from the crowd that I am one of them. And I try to give you the metaphor that... Uh, one of them and one of us uh, from the sight of
2: the people. And to truly connect, Piu Piu does outlandish things on stage, things that are atypical of other Burmese performers. Of course, she doesn't consider these to be performance as much as something that is completely natural.
1: Sometimes I cry on stage, sometimes I uh, laugh on stage, sometimes I uh, show my anger on stage, sometimes I show my uh, feelings uh, I do what I want, I do what I feel. So actually, I was not doing the performance. What I understand about performance is there are two things. One is you, or some performance you can uh, uh, prepare, like uh, uh, the stage, uh, the decorations, the songs, uh, the style, the, the, the costumes, the accessories, the fashion, of course. But another thing is that the your mood and expression, it depends upon the uh, feeling, your personality and mainly the magnetic field between you and your fan.
2: Lin, the owner of Star Academy, organizes many of Piu Pew events. He says that just like Lady Gaga, she can get really crazy on stage.
0: On the stage, she do all sorts of things that, you know, very entertaining. But not like holding the one mic and singing and singing and they, you know, like then finish and then go home, you know? I mean the sound might be popular, you know. People might like to see performance, you know. She got the kind of performance that we liked, you know.
2: What is that? What does she do
0: on stage? I think you can see her on the video or anything. She do all sorts of funny things that, you know, like people are like shocking and they're looking at her, you know, all these things. So her, all her, her voices and, you know, she do dancing, running around, you know. I mean, some, I think she's the only one that I, I saw.
2: Pew Pew's constant quest to buck the trend is not limited to herself, but is reflected by everyone she chooses to work with. Consider Jade Dragon. Her backup dance troupe, which was started by Tetphon Neng, a self-trained street dancer who was thrown out of his home at the age of 17 for taking to the extremely untraditional style of dance looked down upon by society and his parents. It was instant chemistry because he recognized that she was as crazy as he was. They're
3: crazy in the way that they want to do new things and different things, whether people accept or not. And try out for always trying out for new things. He study other dance group, and then he wants to create what other people haven't, have never done yet. And he thinks in in that matter they match each other. And they they always go for the crazy things. They are passionate about their work and their creation, however different it would be from the mainstream.
2: Pew, Pew considers Jade Dragon to be so much more than simply dance support for her performances.
3: They push me to the
1: extremes and they, he can teach me to go to the extreme. Uh, and I love doing the risks and go to the extremes and to the edges that I could do. And uh, uh, he, they can help me go to that extreme with their um, creation. They not just support me on the stage. Or they can even teach me, and he can even compete me on stage. Because I have never found anyone, any performer, I mean, any performer who could compete me on stage in my one decade of career. Why are you looking for that competition? I get bored without any competition. I used to sing, uh, but I also want to dance together. But uh, some of the dancers, they used to... Some of the singers, they used to do, like, a lip-sync. I never lip-sync. I really sing. And uh, I want to mix it together, and I want to master it in both parts. Uh, my Uh, The type I want to go is a performer with serious singing. Because, you know, uh, the performers, not all performers can't, can't be serious singers. And not all serious singers can be performers. But I have realized myself that I am a mixed type. And I want to be like that.
2: One example of their crazy acts involves having Piu Piu step on Tephon and his male dancers with her high heels. In Myanmar, such a feat is unthinkable for females.
3: In the
2: Burmese culture, men
3: are supposed to be superior. And they lost their superiority when they go under their lady. When he creates dancing step for her, some, sometimes... He just laid out on the floor for her to step over them. And that's shocking for the Burmese Arians, but at the same time, they receive it very well.
2: To me, it sounded like another metaphor, outlining an age-old way of thinking that both Pew Pew and Tetvon want to change, especially when you consider that the song they were performing to is about a queen who breaks hearts
0: ewin tink teng mu
2: but even so, she faces so many restrictions. A culture of rampant piracy, for one, helps her to achieve fame at the cost of actually making money. For a population of 60 million people and a fan base of over a couple of million at least, she has sold only 10,000 records officially at two U.S. dollars apiece. On the other hand, her pirated records of about 30 U.S. cents apiece have reached millions. And then many of her songs just won't be played on local radio. Neng Zor is the lead guitarist in her band, Lazy Club. He says the political situation has influenced the owners of radio stations.
3: You can own the radio station only when you are close to the regime. So the choice of the songs and the, and the progress of the music culture is limited by the radio station as well as the number of the radio stations too. So you can broadcast the songs that uh, only those people uh, prefer or appreciate. Like, you don't have any hip-hop channel, you don't have any modern rock channel, you don't have any alternative channel. Although there are several, like uh, four or five channels, they are doing the same things, copying each other.
2: I couldn't fathom why radio stations wouldn't play these genres. What's so dangerous about rock?
3: Rock guitar, guitar Among the young people, rock music is regarded as a revolutionary music, and they have different lifestyle, the long hair and the the dress style do, which is too outrageous for the old school thinkers. So, they think rock is dangerous because it's associated with revolutionary idea and lifestyle.
2: Nengzor calls Pupu's Pew art rainbow music because it blends so many different styles. Trying to sway people to stronger music by introducing them to the softer parts, rhythm and blues, industrial rock, modern rock, soft rock, pop rock, and pop ballads. He says that Pupu herself is a revolutionary artist from Myanmar. Some
3: artists, they can commercialize, but they have little artistic value. And some there are some artists with big artistic value but they live a bohemian life. But Piu Piu is has a very good combination of the artistic value and the commercialization. And that's why he thinks the whole country is falling in love with her.
2: Though it might be hard to accept, the chimes of freedom began to ring after President Yu Ten Sen assumed office in 2011. The heroine of Burmese freedom, Do Aung San Suu Kyi, who spent the better part of 15 years under house arrest, was finally released. Controls over the media were relaxed. There is no question that the country's art scene will be part of Myanmar's transformation. You know what? Could the government
3: policy to make a propaganda that West is bad, the Western culture, corruption by the Western culture, there was a time which that idea was more rampant. To translate word by word, you cannot keep people in darkness anymore.
2: Till very recently, artists were considered bohemian folk, not respected in society. There's a word in Burmese which is called pakwasa. Pakwasa
3: is those people who doesn't eat with proper plates. So artists are not valued. Those people that they don't value are now having proper position.
2: Do Aung San Suu Kyi is a huge supporter. As a young woman in New York, she herself lived with a friend who is an ex-Burmese pop star. And in recent years, she has made public appearances with Bono, the lead singer of the famous rock band U2. Already, one hip-hop singer from her party, the National League for Democracy, has been elected into parliament. Perhaps the next breakthrough will come about if she is formally elected to be the country's leader in the next election. And then Piu Piu is a leader herself, not just as an artist, but as the Secretary General of Myanmar's Music Association a leadership position that goes beyond the borders of her art to address the politics of the country's music industry itself. Is she paving the way to possibly being able to lead the country herself one day?
3: She got not only the artistic value, she got the leadership property and her education level too. So that can take her to some heroic place someday, like leading the country.
2: Hu will perform at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong on April 10th. It'll be her first ever performance to an audience that does not strictly comprise the Burmese community. For a daring performer who is used to showing her craft to audiences of 30 000 to 40,000 at a time, a club audience of 200 at the Fringe is but a mere wave in the ocean. But could it be the wave that rides the current, bringing the sands of Myanmar to foreign shores?
3: is sponsored by the Wing Foundation.